The harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray earnestly to the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. Welcome to 1002 with your host, Mike Baker, an opportunity to pray for the harvest and receive a nugget of truth from God's word. You know, some things cannot just be explained, but man, do we have fun trying to explain them, trying to figure them out. We write whole stories about them. We write movies, we create false realities, trying to figure out things. Are there aliens? Is there other life? Is there space travel? Area 51? Are there secret treasures hidden? You know, scriptures talks about the secret things too. Deuteronomy 29, 29 says, The secret things belong to the Lord our God, but the things that are revealed belong to us and to our children forever, that we, that we may do all the words of his law. You know, somebody asked me not that long ago different thoughts about different things, and I, it was a very deep conversation and kind of going down a rabbit hole. And I finally just had to say to the person, why do you care? There are just some things about God, some things about the world, some things about the universe that we're never going to know. We're never going to understand. We just can't. I mean, Psalms tells us his thoughts are not our thoughts and his ways are not our ways. But yet we spend so much energy in the church trying to figure these things out. We waste so much time trying to figure out end of time prophecies and what what does this mean and what does that mean? And yet scriptures reminds us There are some secrets of God that God just has. I mean, essentially, isn't that what Job 38, 39, and 40 is all about? God just reminding Job that there's so much we can't understand, we don't understand, we'll never comprehend. Those are his secrets because he's God and he created the world. But it says here, the things that are revealed belong to us and to our children. So I guess my question and slash my challenge is why do we waste so much energy on the things we can't understand and yet don't spend time on the things we do understand? What do we know? Well, we know to love the Lord our God with all our hearts, soul, and minds and love our neighbor as ourself. We know that Christ lived and he died and he rose again. And we know that we're supposed to go out and make disciples and we're supposed to live like Christ. And so yet we, we have these things that we do know that we refuse to do when we make excuses for, we say it's someone else's job or I don't have to really live like Jesus all the time just when it's convenient for me or just when I'm at church. And we spend all this time trying to, have the, trying to figure out the things we'll never understand. I think that's why Jesus said faith is like having, is childlike, Right? He said, your faith needs to be childlike, not always asking questions, not always trying to have the answers, sometimes just simple, simple trust. For me, keeping faith simple is just the best thing to do. A long time ago, a bunch of us, when I was in youth ministry, got got together and just kind of came up with this tagline, embrace and pursue Christ during every season of life. Because life is full of seasons, the ups and downs, everything. And all of that, you've got to embrace and pursue Christ. And we set aside five things to do that well. We called them the elements, the elements of our faith. And we see them all throughout scriptures. And we specifically saw them in the early church in Acts 2, 42 through 47. But prayer, scripture, community, missional living, and multiplication. Just simple things. Our life should be full of prayer. 
Our life should be full of God's word and studying God's word. Our life should be full of community where we know we are to live in community. We see that all through the Old Testament and the New Testament. Our life should look missional. In other words, living like Christ. And then we should be multiplying, going, and making disciples. These are the things that God revealed to us. These are the things that Deuteronomy tells us that have been revealed to us and our children forever. So let's focus on what we do know and stop wasting time on the things that we don't know. With that being said, the people group for today that I want to focus on, they're the Buka, or sorry, Boksa people, the Boksa people, and they live in India. They're a small people group, about 60,000, and uh, about actually 3% are Christian, but they're still considered unreached. They're Hindu, and they speak Buksa. The interesting thing about them is they have, they mar- they're made up of 15 clans, but they're not clanish, so they don't live or die by their clans. They're Hindu, but they love Christmas. They celebrate Christmas. They're obsessed with Christmas. They live in the Himalayan foothills, but they didn't originate there. They originated from other places and migrated there. After marriage, their wives can't even see their in-laws. They're basically bound to home. They're from the lowest caste system of India. Um, So they're basically pretty low on the totem pole, as with a lot of the people groups we talk about in this podcast. And of course, they fear spirits and ghosts, and they worship all the Hindu gods and festivals, and they resist the modernizations of society. In other words, they live in the Himalayan foothills. They keep it simple. They focus on what they know, and they stay away from the modern life. But what I found interesting in studying about them is that they love Christmas. That's really weird that you find a, a, a foreign religion like Hindu or others loving and celebrating Christmas. Obviously, that is the corner, not the cornerstone, but a huge huge important day in Christian faith, the day that Jesus is born. So what's the way into these people? Well, Christmas. One thing that has found success is by going in with Christmas gifts, like things like Operation Christmas Child, and providing medical care and education, improved sanitation, clean water, and different better ways to farm under the disguise of Christmas. And so you come in with presents like it's Christmas, And that's a way to reach these people. You know what? Keeping it simple. It doesn't have to be complicated. We don't have to figure out the mysteries. What do we know? We know they like Christmas. So let's use that to take the gospel to them. So Lord, we thank you for the Buka people. We thank you that they like Christmas. We thank you that they want to celebrate Christmas. And Lord, help us, the church, to use that to bring the gospel to these people. Send workers into the harvest to live amongst these people to learn the language of Buksa, to understand the aspects of Hindu and be able to show them where Christ has conquered that. Christ has conquered these spirits and these ghosts and these things that they fear and help them to understand the true meaning of Christmas. Lord, let us take what has been revealed to us and teach it to those who are still in darkness. Hallelujah.